You're listening to Beloit Podcast. On this episode of the Beloit Podcast, we'll meet songwriter Becca Tracy. Her recordings can be heard on her website, that's beccatracy.com, and you can also find more from her on YouTube. In this episode, Becca mentions an upcoming benefit show for Janesville Community Radio, and I have a few details about that. But before I share the details about an event taking place down the road in Janesville, let's get the details on an event taking place right here in Beloit. Enjoy the sounds of summer and catch the thrill of knocking wood blocks over with wooden stick and making new friends from all over the United States. Join us at the second annual U.S. Coop Open sponsored by DuPont at Riverside Park in Beloit on August 5th. Teams need to be registered by 8.30 a.m. and championship finals will start around 4 p.m. Coop is spelled K-U-B-B. Hello, this is Evan Fitzgerald, 2015 U.S. National Coop Champion, and I am inviting you to join us. Coop is a fun and exciting Scandinavian long game that is gaining popularity. It can best be described as combining the skills of horseshoes and bowling and is sometimes referred to as Viking chess. Registration is $40 and teams are made of two players. All ages and abilities are welcome. Even if you have never played before, you will find that players are very welcoming to teaching new players and by the end of the day, you'll be playing like a Viking. Visit Beloit will be hosting their fourth annual Rock, Paper, Scissors tournament starting at 10.30 a.m. in the park that day. Bring out the kids and compete for fun and medals. This event is presented in support of the Visit Beloit JET Tourism Grant. You can register at kubeunited.com. Click on the U.S. Cube Open link to register and find more details. Look for the Rules of Cube page where you will find a video of how to play and a downloadable poster explaining the rules in even more detail. Also, you can join us on Tuesday evenings at the Rock Bar and Grill in Beloit from 6.30 to 8 p.m. where we will be playing and teaching people from the community. I've signed up with our oldest daughter, who just celebrated her 10th birthday. We've both become Coob crazy. In the latest episode of Open Pitch from Coob United, President Evan Fitzgerald interviews children's author P.J. Pendorf about the Freya series, a children's fiction book series that uniquely ties in the history of the game Coob. But let's get back to the details about Janesville Community Radio, WADR 103.5 FM. In today's interview, we're going to hear Becca mention an upcoming benefit show for Janesville Community Radio taking place at the Janesville Performing Arts Center. And while we don't have all the details on that event yet, you can keep up with WADR on Facebook. Just type WADR1035 in the Facebook search bar. They're also on Twitter and on the web at janesvilleradio.org. I know Janesville Community Radio is always looking for volunteers and being a non-commercial station, they're pretty limited to the ways they can be funded. Fortunately, though, I'm sure Janesville and much of Rock County are supporters of FM radio and also supporters of our communities here. And both of these are the mission of Janesville Community Radio. They could use your support with a financial donation or either by volunteering. You can find out more at janesvilleradio.org. And lastly, before we get into the interview, Becca mentions one of my good friends from WADR, Derek Shavink. He's also host of In the Stratosphere every Thursday, 9 to 10 p.m. on 103.5 and also the owner of Gemini Studio in Janesville. You can find Gemini Studio on Facebook or on the web at GeminiStudios.com. You can also hear Derek and get more great local music from Rock County, all over Rock County, again, every Thursday, 9 to 10 p.m. on 103.5 in the Janesville area. Also on the web, janesvilleradio.org. Here's what you might hear when you tune in.
current listeners that are going to be unfamiliar with who you are, your background, could you kind of tell us your personal history, your background in music, uh, either in music or non-music related? Just kind of give listeners some background on who you are. Sure. I was born in Madison, Wisconsin, and then raised in Evansville, out in the country. My mom used to have me listen to her records, and she was teaching me how to sing ever since I was a baby. My mom died of breast cancer when I was eight and a half, which was really hard. Since that time, I've been raised by my dad, who is a carpenter named Steve Tracy. I have a brother who is also a carpenter. His business is called Center Construction. For college, I went to UW-Madison and studied elementary education in Spanish. For my first job, I was in Nashville, Tennessee, teaching fifth grade ESL. And then I got a master's degree in ESL, which is English as a Second Language. And I taught for eight years, two years as a substitute teacher, and six years as a classroom teacher. Currently, I do not have a teaching job, and I'm focusing exclusively on my music. Teaching is a 10 to 12 hour a day job with time spent on the weekend preparing as well. So when I teach, my music gets put on the back burner. When I'm working on my music, I have time to focus on it. And I also have time for my other hobbies, which are stained glass, quilting and sewing. And I sew clothes for myself, which I'm wearing my dress I made. So you're an all around artist. I wanted to ask about teaching. So you taught for a while, right? You did. Yes. Tell us just a little bit about that. My first job I was offered was either the Spanish teacher or the ESL teacher. They said, you can have one of two jobs. And I said, ESL, ESL, because I know how to speak English. And ESL teachers teach children how to speak English and how to read and how to write. And I thought I would be better suited for that than to be the Spanish teacher because I'm not a native Spanish speaker. So I do make mistakes in Spanish. And the population that I was going to be teaching was largely Hispanic. So I thought they would rather have me teaching them how to speak English rather than me teaching them how to speak Spanish when they can already speak in Spanish. (laughs) When you started playing, when did music come into your life? And uh, when did you really get started playing? Sure. Writing? I started singing because my mother was a music lover. I was really a colicky baby and I cried a lot. My first six months of my life, I was crying. And my parents said that once I stopped crying, then I started singing. And I would sing along to the records as a toddler and as a little baby. And when I first learned to talk, I was taught Twinkle Twinkle Little Star and I would sing it for people. And I was obsessed with the singer Crystal Gale as a little girl because I used to sing to her records and I used to love her long hair. And the record collection that I listened to mostly got destroyed when we remodeled our house and we stored the records in an attic. Don't ever store your records in a hot place because they will warp. Our records got thrown away mostly, but my parents had saved my favorite Crystal Gale records because I used to listen to them so much. So I still have those because the records that I was listening to the most, yeah. um, they let me have out while we were remodeling. But most of the records ended up getting destroyed, which is sad because records are cool to have. But I loved music and I purchased a lot of CDs and tapes over the years and I collect records and CDs still. So I started songwriting though more as a teenager because I realized that artists a lot of times write their own songs because I had bought all these CDs and I was reading the liner notes and I would see that they had written or co-written their songs and I said, oh, I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, if they're doing it, I can do it. (laughs) What were some of the other musicians or artists that you grew up and were inspired by? Sure. 
as I said, I loved Crystal Gale because I thought her hair was the coolest and I wanted to have hair just like hers someday. Mine gets pretty long. In 2012, I made a bad decision. I cut my hair to my shoulders. So now I'm letting my hair grow back out and it's probably due to my early obsession with Crystal Gale. <laughs> and I really like Tracy Chapman. When I heard her album with the song Fast Car on it, I really liked her songwriting style and her voice. And I liked that she was singing about sad things because my life had been kind of sad. My mom died of breast cancer. Other people in my life, relatives, my aunt had died and my grandfather died when I was a teenager and I was just like yeah life can be kind of sucky sometimes it's not always good and I really liked her honesty in her songwriting for voices that I loved I love Aaron Neville he is so beautiful and angelic of a singer. I used to listen to his CDs a lot and I still listen to them. I have them and I sing along with him, but of course he is much better than me. <laughs> he has this uh, very cool, cool voice yeah. and I like his duets with other people too. When I was in high school in the 90s, I loved pop country. I had a lot of disposable income at that point from being a babysitter. If your kids are good at babysitting, it's a good job. So anyway, I had no bills at that point and I was a babysitter from the point of about 12 years old until I was about 18. I used to buy albums and I would buy Garth Brooks albums, Trisha Yearwood, Shania Twain, Faith Hill, Brooks and Dunn, George Strait, Martina McBride. And of course, I wanted to become a country singer one day. Yeah. That was my goal. I was listening to country music on the radio. Then I went to UW-Madison and I took a jazz performance class where I was a vocalist. And I started listening to Billie Holiday, Sarah Vaughn, Ella Fitzgerald, and some of the male jazz singers. While I listened to country music a lot, I still mostly purchased my country CDs because I had this early obsession with country music and a high school obsession with country music. But... I listen to popular radio a lot. I listen to pop rock, classic rock, hard rock, heavy metal, and country, and I always try to appreciate the songs and learn from what I'm listening to. I would say my musical taste has been most influenced by country music, but it has also been influenced by other types as well, since I listen to and appreciate a lot of different types of music. Is that how you would describe your style and sound, kind of the country folk? How would you describe your style sound? Sure. I would say that I'm a pop country artist who has songs that are jazzy, bluesy, rock influenced, and alternative sounding. I like to call my music indie music because I've been singing independently without a record label since 2004 when I first performed down in Nashville and I started recording down in Nashville at that time. At that time, I had income from teaching, so I was spending all my disposable income that I had at that point on recording. So I recorded like 35 different songs with two different producers. I released my first album in 2006 and went on an indie world tour supported by my teaching income. And before I did that, I did all these independent things as well, such as singing in school and church choirs, singing in school singing competitions and doing the Great America cover song recordings where I would pick a cover song and pay about $10 and they would record me and give me a tape. I have two recordings from my childhood doing that. So I went into Great America at the theme park and recorded a song. Can you tell us about some of the musicians, producers, 
just some of the people you've worked with that you've enjoyed working with. In Nashville, I first co-produced with Janelle Polinski, an independent producer with a home studio. I really met my musical match when I started co-producing with Jackie Simons in Nashville. He and I used to record two songs in about an eight-hour day, so I recorded more than 30 songs with him, and some I'm still releasing over YouTube. And in Nashville, I performed with Chris Janae, who is an independent musician. He used to accompany me sometimes and I'd pay him to accompany me as well as sometimes Travis Powell who would accompany me on cover songs which used to be on YouTube but I took them off because I started getting paranoid about my cover songs since they're not written by me. I was like I don't want my channel getting taken away. I've worked too hard on my YouTube channel. Definitely. So even though I'd worked really hard on my cover songs that I had and I had all these cover songs that had been produced in little YouTube videos. I was like, well, I'm taking all my cover songs down because I got a strike against me on YouTube. I started being more careful about that. And now my YouTube channel has just songs written by me on it. Locally, I work with Jesse Hendricks from the band Buried Future and Devolution. Those are two bands he's played with in the past. Jesse was my boyfriend for about a year and we still have a working relationship. And as my ex, he accompanied me to the voice tryout in St. Louis, Missouri, where I did not get picked, but it was still fun. I'm going to begin rehearsing locally with a band Derek is helping me do, and I'm going to record with Derek's friends, possibly his father, possibly Orv, some people locally, and I'm working with Derek currently, and it's going really well. Advice you would give to beginner musicians? My advice for beginner musicians is to take guitar or piano lessons. I've taken both and I'm currently taking guitar lessons from Derek. And although I don't ever expect to be a guitar player myself, it is an instrument just like my voice and any instrument that you know will help you with your songwriting. For example, I took piano lessons for about probably four years. I was never a dedicated student and I never became a pianist, but it has still helped me musically. And being in choirs in school and school opportunities, if you can be in choir, I wish I would have been in band as a kid because all my friends were in band. Mm -hmm. So it would have made sense for me to have been in band. I didn't have the confidence to say, I can play a musical instrument. I think I tried the clarinet for one year and I didn't really feel confident in it. So I quit band, which is sad. Yeah, I would say to write a song and then take it to a studio like Derek's and record it and then put it up on YouTube because my YouTube channel maybe has about 20 people following it so far. That's not very many people, but it has had thousands of views. So I would love for one of my songs to go viral. It hasn't happened yet. I'm putting them on YouTube and hoping that maybe a famous musician will discover them and record something that I wrote because you never know what could happen with a song, but nothing will happen with your songs if you don't release the songs to the public. Right now, the songs that I'm producing with Derek, I would like to release them to YouTube because I don't really have the money for an album because my first album cost me so much money and I was a teacher at the time, so I had a really good income. 
I would like to talk about Derek, too. He is a great musician. He can play the guitar, bass, and drums. He is recording 15 songs for me. We are producing together. And musically, he is influenced by popular music, and he collects mainstream posters and records, which are all over his studio, and it's a really cool place to be. I am happy with the recordings that we have gotten so far. I would recommend him as a producer. He produces a lot of local indie acts in different genres, and he is helping me with opportunities playing for a fundraising show at JPEC, Janesville Performing Arts Center, which is probably the biggest venue that I'll it is a beautiful yeah, venue. Yeah, the biggest, yes. most beautiful venue that I've gotten to sing at. So this will probably be the nicest show that I've done, and it will be with a band, which he is helping me to organize. He really cares about the local music scene, and he cares about 103.5 FM. That's what the fundraiser is for. It's for 103.5 FM. And he cares about his studio at Gemini as well, which gives local musicians opportunity. I'm always waiting to see who he's working with next because he really does keep up with all the local music scene. I know he works with everyone that he can in the Rock County area. And I was actually referred to him. My glass class, stained glass, I go to stained glass class and I was talking about, man, I just wish I was recording like I was doing back in Nashville. And they're like, well, have you heard of Dirk? And I was like, no i haven't and they were like well maybe you could record with him he records with a lot of local musicians he's an affordable place to go and his roster includes indie musicians what's the best way for our listeners to keep up with you on the web the best way to keep up with me on the web is facebook youtube instagram and twitter i would love for listeners to follow me on my various social media sites i have a web page myself i made it myself It doesn't get updated because the software I made it on is out of date. So that's why I'm relying more on my social media pages like YouTube, which I have various pages. I have a Becca Tracy, Becca Tracy Lyrics, Halsia Hippies, and Your Queen Drama for pages. On Instagram, I have Becca Tracy Music. On my Facebook, it is Facebook Becca Tracy Music, and my Twitter is Becca Tracy. All right. Well, Becca, I appreciate you stopping by and hanging out with us, and hope everybody keeps up with you on social media and on the web. Thank you. My dad made it. Beautiful glamorized Singer in the big city Corrada sky Beautiful glamorized Singer in the big city Corrada sky I got your phone number from a friend You agreed to a date I was a doctoral student I told my mother Coretta's gonna be my wife We got married by my father In your hometown in Alabama Boston we began our married life 
You moved with me time and time again All over this country Wherever the movement led Your love, sacrifices and loyalty Brought us a well-ordered home with Christian love Corana, Corey You are my heartbeat You are my love and in I found what I needed Coretta, you're as close as my own heartbeat Your life has been perilous People have wanted to take our lives Our home was bombed and Danger was always around us But you had courage And you held your head high You were calm despite the threats on our lives You held me Raise our children as we strive for our civil rights. Kurana, Corey, you are my heartbeat. You are my love, and in you, I found what I needed. Kurana, you're as close as my own With you I will stand With the people and I will march With you near me I will withstand the pain And I will look at the future with faith Even if I lose my courage I will stand strong beside you Kurada, Corey You are my heartbeat You are my is my own
So who's hosting this show? You are. Vivi Media. Vivi Media, right? Huh? Exactly. Vivi Radio Online, host to Beloit's only 24-7 online radio station. Vivi promotes local music, bands, businesses, nonprofits, as well as individuals, groups, and other organizations. Online radio, podcasting, and unique audio advertising, Vivi Media offers a range of services to help complete your next media project. And the best part, we put local first. For more details, email Reese at vivimedia.org. That's R-E-E-S-E at V-I-V-I-Media.org, vivimedia.org. Or find Vivi Media on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Send us your questions, and we'll get right back.